We are here. Oh my god, are we here? We are here. We are here. And where are we, Julia? Where are we? I'm in your living room, you Ava. <laughs> look, look, I can touch you. Uh, uh, that's not COVID friendly. No. I traveled across Europe for you, baby. I know you did. I'm really <gasps> glad that you did. Me too. For those who didn't know, um, I invited Julia to come to my best friend's wedding as my date. Because um, I was allowed to bring someone and I could only think of one person and that was my podcast wife. So she flew all the way from Sweden yeah. to come to a wedding with me. Yeah. And I think this is how um, a good like rom-com starts. I think so, too. Yeah. Just two best friends chilling. Yeah. They might kiss. <laughs> yeah, they might kiss. Except Hi. one of them's asexual and doesn't much care about like... And the other one has a boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. So it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry, John. Representation matters. It does. Um, also, Alfie's here, so... Hello, Alfie. How's the- Don't step on any of the recording materials, please. Please. But yeah, this is a very special episode, not mm-hmm. only because we are recording it together for the first time ever, yep. a UTPB episode that is recorded at the same place and time. Yes. And uh, Does this mean my apartment's a podcast studio now? Yeah. Yay. Oh my god. It's lovely. Um, but also, it's a very special episode because we're talking about a really unique pack yeah that is really great tell me Ava which is the pack um the pack is called into the future for the sims 3 and it was initially announced on january 8th 2013 during an ea live broadcast though at the time uh it was still in early development didn't have an official name you know it was just like the concept it was there um it took about a year to kind of refine it and it was october uh, a release in October 22nd, 2013. Oh my god, that's a long ass time ago. Yeah, so let me read you the blurb so that you um, know what it's about for those of you who haven't played it. Yes, please. Uh, basically, it says, Fire up the time portal and send your sims to their most exciting destination yet. A whole new world that exists hundreds of years in the future. While they are there, your sims can build their advanced technology skill in order to get the most out of future technology. Whether your sims are cruising around on their hoverboard or jetpack, traveling via monorail or tube elevator, or trying out attractive futuristic hairstyles and clothing. They were there's, not. No. There's a whole new world to experiment with and explore. Create and customize plumbots with CreateBot, add them to the household, and program them with a wide variety of trait chips that will alter their behaviors. Ooh. Jump between present and future worlds at will and experiment with how your sims' actions in the present can have surprising effects on their own legacy, their descendants, and even the way of life for future sims. Uh, note to editor, please uh, change Ava's voice so she sounds like the announcer from uh, Fallout. <laughs> Far Cry. Fallout? Fallout? Yeah. Do you want me to go like more of a New England sound? Kind of like, fire up the time portal and send ah! them to the most exciting destination yet. That would be lovely. Because I can do, do it that. again. <laughs> okay, no to editor. Cut to here. Oh shit, you really want me to do that again? No, you don't have to. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did, however, do an entire D&D campaign once as a character uh, who was modeled after kind of like uh, Catherine Hepburn. She was called B. MacArthur. <laughs> after B. Arthur from the Golden Girls, and oh. she spoke like that. Oh my god, lovely. all the time. Let me tell you about the features from this great pair. Please tell me about the features of this future pack. Yes, so uh, as said, take your Sims to the future. For the first time in the Sims franchise, you can play with life in the future. 
Enter the time portal, take your sims to a new world that exists hundreds of years into the future. You already said this. Yeah, I did. Please don't eat my AirPods. Uh, yeah, he actually did eat my um, no. wired AirPods, so... Yeah. You suck. Yeah. Uh, experiment with future technology. Witness how new technologies for entertainment, transportation, or the home will reinvent the way your sims eat, sleep, travel, socialize, work, and have fun. Your sims can learn how to use this all-new technology in the future and take their advanced technology skill back to the present to get the most out of the objects there. Like, I love how the the game is still like, yeah, you can make them work. Like, I don't just motherload the (laughs) shit out of my household funds and go like, you just, you're tired early. (laughs) Here you go. Play with this. No, he's gonna eat it! Sorry. Oh, motherfucker. It will keep him busy for like a moment. Yeah, and then he's gonna eat it, and then he's gonna shit cardboard. That's good. Okay, I'm gonna pause. Pause recording! And we're back. Sorry for that quick commercial interruption while I almost fucked up Ava's dog. (laughs) Okay. It's okay, she just gave him treats, so that's probably like a little energy boost, so now he's probably gonna have the zoomies. Yay! Well... I'm going to tell you about a very special fu- feature from the future. Yep. Change live life in the future. Is that You're- what they call the butterfly effect? It- like you like you step on a bug in like the past and it can fuck up the future? Yeah. It's yeah. very the Aston Kutcher movie. Yeah. Yeah. So your sims' present day actions will lay the groundwork for their future legacy. Your sims can even meet their future descendants and change their destinies by actions taking taken in the present. With opportunities to alter the fate of the future, will your sims strive to create an ultra-utopia or a world of chaos? I only got to the utopia once. I did both and I didn't like either of them. Like, I think this is one of those... Oh, not gonna say I didn't like either of them. Like, it was very fun to play, but I don't think either of them would be very fun to live in. Yeah. I think it's one of those uh, things where, like, the extremes are no good and you should just keep the balance. Yeah. Tell new stories with an all-new creator bot. Build and customize a variety of plum bots and add them to your Sims household. Create a unique trade chip, and you already told this, that you can and then use to program your plum bots. With the ability to hold up to seven trade chips, these plum bots are bound to act and behave in surprising ways. What would happen if you combine the Robonanny and Sinister Circuit chips? That would be death of baby. Am I the only one who uh, used to make plumbots and name them GLaDOS and Wheatley from Portal? No! (laughs) (laughs) I did not do that. But I always put in the romance ship and had my sim marry her creation. Of course. Yeah, because I was a horny weirdo. Because if you want the perfect man or a woman, obviously you need to make them yourself. Yeah. The perfect partner. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. <laughs> Don't be so binary, girl. I know. Sorry. And now you can also build and buy the homes of the future. And this is not some weird thing that, you know, real estate agents will tell you. This was the future. Futurize your Sims homes with holographic TVs, aisles, plants, computers, and sit between floors through the tube elevators. Install automatic sliding doors, peaceful rooftop gardens, and glass floors and walls to give the homes the perfect future rich touch. A home of the future is whatever you want it to be. 
play with a new world hundreds of years into the future. So strap on a jetpack and visit a futuristic shopping plaza to browse and purchase the latest gadgets and apparel. I can never say that word. Apparel? Apparel? Okay, sorry. From a variety of interactive pedestals. If it works, because when we booted it up, it didn't work. It did not work. It didn't work. But you can also enjoy a delicious synthesized meal, which our sim did not like. Uh, nope. Served by Plumbots in the outdoor cafe. She liked the meal, but she didn't take the drink. Ah. She didn't like the drink. That was gross. Uh, take on futuristic careers by becoming a Plumbot dealer or a renowned astronomer at Stellar Observatory. If those Plumbots are made to do, like, household chores and chores and stuff, would that make the Plumbot dealer basically a futuristic slaver? Oh, lord. We ha- don't have to dig too deep into this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Then we will be having a whole other conversation. This happens. This is what happens when they have caffeine after four. Yeah. And also, like, what happens if the plumbots become sentient? Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. But they are, though. Well, you can also go out and explore the vast wasteland. Who knows? Your sim might find rare relics and perhaps clues as to what happened to the ocean. Oh, yeah, because no ocean. Oh, yeah. Okay. Tell me, girl. So, obviously, like, the big central theme of this pack is time travel. Mm -hmm. Now, what will happen? Basically, when you enter a new game and you enter your lot for the first time, if there's space on the lot, uh, a time portal will appear on your lot. If not, it'll appear somewhere in the world. And you can go to this time portal and you can activate it. And then uh, Emmett Relevart will uh, appear. (laughs) Um... Fun fact, it's time traveler backwards. I'm pretty sure everyone figured that one out. I did not um, because I have money in Swedish and I didn't. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> the joke did not travel. Yeah, okay. <laughs> didn't travel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so he will appear in your uh, main world and he will give uh, the Sims the almanac of time. And then you have to like uh, collect five energy cells and to reactivate the portal. And then you can his portal will stay there, and you can use it to travel to Oasis Landing, which is uh, the sub neighborhood uh, that basically into the future. Yeah, we talked a lot about sub neighborhoods in the March Max's Madness. Yeah, because uh, there was a lot of them in like Sims Two and Sims Three. Yeah, and we have like it's not the same in Sims Four because you can travel to any neighborhood. Yeah, pretty much. If you want to know more about sub-neighborhoods, I suggest you draw back and listen to that. Yeah, the March Madness was super fun. It was amazing. Oh, I'm, I'm really sad that I missed the finale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that you was, uh, unfortunately, um, yeah, my, my life kind of imploded around that time, so. Yeah. That's um, fine. Eh, that shit happens. Yeah. But, uh, so they can, you can then travel to a normal future, a dystopian or a utopian future. Um, but only one of these features can occur at the same time. Um, you can only, like, basically you have to trigger them, and you can only choose one at a time. Um, so you can trigger these um, in the almanac, and alternatively, or, uh, alternatively, you can convince other sims in the main world to manually trigger the future event. I haven't figured oh, out how to do this. Me neither. Um, I, I didn't even did, know. No, I always did it from the almanac. Yeah. Um, so while your sims travel to the future, the time in the main world is basically paused. So if you leave on a Monday afternoon at three o'clock, uh, you spend like weeks in the future and you come, you come back, it'll still be Monday afternoon, three o'clock, like no time will have passed. Um, so you can basically stay in Oasis Landing indefinitely. Mm -hmm. Um, you can have children in the future and raise them there. Um, but 
pets cannot come with you. That's a deal breaker. So you can go to the future, but Fido has to stay behind. What about um, my horse? Uh, no. No horses in the future. Oof. Uh, Sims are able to revert the future by mastering the advanced technology skill and then resetting the time continuum on the time portal or by purchasing the time remote control lifetime reward. And reverting it will completely erase any progress made in the future. This feels very much like What's Loki. <laughs> oh, like Loki? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say click because that one was also that. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that wasn't really future travel as much as it was like controlling time. Yeah. Which is weird. I don't know. I don't like Adam Sandler movies. Me neither. Um, so there are also many futuristic items in the future, including dream pods. Bot workshops, food and drink synthesizers, holographic computers, sonic showers, pneumatic elevators, jetpacks, and hoverboards. There's uh, also a bunch of rabbit holes um, there, and there's like a monorail thing that's similar to subways in the uh, late night expansion. Yeah, and like uh, if you play Sim Series Four, yeah, they have uh, if you have the because they also had a futuristic pack, oh. so you can create like a futuristic city that looks a little bit like that, like it has the same aesthetic. Oh, nice. then you can also build monorail oh, stations. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's basically time travel. Uh. Now I did mention the Almanac of Time. So, Julie, can you tell us a little bit about the Almanac of Time? I will tell you. It will be my pleasure. The Almanac of Time can be viewed to keep tabs on the future progress. The Almanac appears in Sims inventory. There are three tabs in the Almanac. Let me tell you about them. We have the Event tab. We have the Descendants tab. And we have the Legacy Statues tab. Because one big thing in this pack is to, like, get statues. Yeah. Um, so in the events tab, there are three types of future events, normal, dystopian, utopian. We're going to repeat this a lot, I feel. In the dystopian future, Oasis Landing appears as a desolate environment and experiences apocalyptic events such as meteor strike. Oh, there's always tr- there's like oh, trash everywhere and yeah. bleep bugs. <laughs> Very much like uh, Evergreen Harbor. Yeah. Ever- yeah, Evergreen. Like Evergreen Harbor, but worse. Yeah. Uh, in the utopian future, Oasis Landing is lush and colorful, and Sims walk joyfully. I think they also like, I don't know, there's something like they fart rainbows? Yeah, this? yeah, something like that. Yeah. Or, or puke rainbows, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, they puke rainbows, I think. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, if you hit the Descendants tab, you can view information about your descendants uh, that live in the future. The Sims' appearance and traits will have an impact on what their descendants will look like and how they will behave. A Sims' traits may for may even accept the future family's worth. So if you have... Um, I had like a Sim that had barely any money, lived in a little shed somewhere. Yeah. Probably in Twin Brooks or what. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they they lived like very close to the wasteland and were broke. Yeah. But then you have a rich sim. I the- had a sim that I um, mother loaded for mm. the the um, just the purposes of testing. I only used mother load one, so they have like fifty yeah. fifty thousand simoleons or something. Mm. And their uh, descendants actually lived in a like not a f- super fancy house, but like a a, a nice well off house and like. Uh, like the greener parts yeah. of Oasis Landing, not 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 close to the wasteland, so it does affect. Uh, and I think it does say in the almanac what their financial situation is, like whether they're poor, or whether they're well off, or whatever. Yeah, it says like for example, size of a descendant's family depends on a sim's positive or negative traits, mm-hmm. as well as how many sims live in the household. So if you have just one, maybe you'll have a smaller descendant family. 
I and think, also, like you said, like it depends on the traits. Yeah. So I only had a single sim, mm. yet her descendants were a family of five. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how that happened. Maybe she was flirty. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So the descendants' existence doesn't always stay the same either. Because the present day is like static when you're there. But you go back and you do other stuff. And then you come back to the future. You know, back to the future. <laughs> uh, stuff may have changed. And like maybe your main sim dies and you're then playing as their child. And they have different traits that might do something to the descendants. Mm. Um, or you have children while you're there that might also affect like the number of descendants that you have yeah and like if you marry a vampire and have vampire babies Mm -hmm. that can also be a thing or you like you have a partner and then maybe that your descendants will have some of the traits of that partner as well like some of the physical traits of that partner yeah so it's very you know similar it's Mm -hmm. just it's a little bit of a gamble yeah which is fun and um, we also have the Legacy Statues tab. Now, it's always fun for the completionists among us. Um, yes. Sims in the future can have their own Legacy Statues by performing certain tasks in the present. There are five different Legacy Statues that a Sim can earn. The Lustrous Entertainer, the Pioneer of Plumbotics, the Renowned Philanthropist, Timekeeper, and the Trendsetter. Entries in the Time Almanac explain how to achieve these, uh, and then achieving a legacy statue will give unique rewards to the sim, and a sim can achieve multiple legacy statues as once. Future sims will also applaud the sim when they are in the future. Yeah. Yep. It's like, oh, you're the you're the dude who has the statue. You're the guy with the statue. What are you doing here? Mm -hmm. Tell me about the life states. Tell me about the non-sentient plum bots, please. The non-sentient plum bots. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, plum bots can be created in a bot workshop, and when you create, when you enter, sort of create a sim um, state, which is called create a bot, of course. <laughs> um, but you can only do that if your bot building skill is high enough. So you have to kind of like start with um, um, jet, like engineering nanites and stuff, and making chips before you can actually get to the point where you can create an entire sentient ass <laughs> robot. <laughs> um, you can also purchase one if you want. If you don't want to make it yourself, you can buy one from the bot emporium in Oasis Landing. Mm-hmm. So regular plum bots by default don't really have any specialties, but if you have the high bot building skill, you can create crate chi- uh, trade chips for those plum bots uh, to give them more advanced functionalities. And uh, like the higher your skill, you can also um, basically increase. Like you can upgrade the trade chip slots and then you can increase increase the amount of trade chips that you mm. can put on a plum bot. Plum bots that are created with higher bot building skill are worth more, obviously, and their maintenance and battery power drain at a slower rate. Uh, Sims can also sell their plum bots to earn money. So you can basically just become this bot engineer yeah. and sell robots out of your garage, which is pretty cool. Which is what I thought it would be in Sims University. Yeah. It was a huge disappointment. Yeah. Well, most of the things in Sims 4 are. Uh-huh. We could get another one-star review that says we're being too harsh on Sims 4. Aww. Please bring us your one-star review. Something more for Jess to uh, cross-stitch. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I? Right. So, Plumbots can enter Plumbot competitions at the Plumbot Competition Arena in Oasis Landing. I've never tried that before. Me neither. And it also sounds 
kind of like if you're into if you, as you mentioned slavery I'm like that's like gladiator <laughs> right yeah it kind of reminds me of Robot Wars that show that used <gasps> oh! to be on yeah on TV <laughs> oh! where they like build these robots and then wreck the shit yeah. out of each other oh, and I used to love that show this is very Spartacus um, so there are three types of plumber competitions there's battle bot obviously uh, then the bot building competition and the emoti botting competition and each type has three levels, beginner, advanced, international. Oh, it's so, like the horse racing game. Yeah. Um, some competitions require certain trait chips and skills, so you have to make sure that the plum bot fulfills the requirements in order to enter. Um, it is possible to create plum bots resembling sort of those, because you basically, you create them, you have different parts that you can customize, like their head, their body, you can make them with legs, you can make them hovering, you oh, can yeah. make them with or without arms, it's like... Um, oh, I love that. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, and obviously we have the cur- color wheel, so you can dye them whichever color you want. You can turn them into whatever. Yeah. Um, so many of the service plum bots in Oasis Landing have names in lead speak, <laughs> which, you know, is like the serial numbers and like they hint at their purpose, such as the maid, which is called CL34N, which is clean in lead speak because like the three is supposed to be an E and the four is supposed to be an A. Mm-hmm. Uh, the burglar is called 7H13F, which is thief. Uh, and the mailman is called uh, letter L37-73R. <laughs> so that that was, I thought that was pretty funny. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I liked it. But, um, <laughs> so those are the bots, but obviously, like, everything is encapsulated in this new world, Oasis Landing. So, like, Julia, tell me a little bit more about Oasis Landing. Is Oasis Landing, like, the, what Oasis Spring turns into? I'm curious. It's possible. I mean, it could be. Yeah. So, but anyway, Oasis Landing is this futuristic subworld that is, uh, you know, that comes with Into the Future, uh, which is the first and unique. Also, it's first. It was the first one that was made like a future pack, and it's very unique in that way because yeah. we have had, you know, magic worlds and other kinds of like pet worlds and stuff. So it's very unique. And when we got the Sims 4 Travel to Batu pack, we uh, some of us thought we were getting a new future pack, but we got the Star Wars one, which is, I don't yeah. know. And that was a time far in a galaxy far, far away, a long, long time ago. Anyways, Sims can engineer children, something that is not possible anywhere else. They nope. can buy or build plant bots, sell uh, one to the masses, Say, set up a Gigi Blast display, or even buy new high-tech stuff from the imports gallery. Unlike other subworlds in Sims 3, Sims are able to stay in Oasis Landing indefinitely. Yep. There are three types of Oasis Landing, which are the different kind of scenarios, and you start out in the normal future, but then you alter certain aspects of life in the present. So you have to try travel back to the present time to actually like get the results. Uh, but it's worth it. And because it's a Sims 3 world, it is loaded with various references to real-world culture and many, for this specifically, it's science fiction-themed media. Would you like to tell me some more about that, Ava? This is very weird and stilted. (laughs) (laughs) Man, do I ever want to tell you about cultural references? Because, um... If there's one thing that I love about The Sims, it's, like, a lot of, like, the pop culture references that they make, because I love me some uh, pop culture references. Uh-huh. Um, so, like a lot of the other worlds, Oasis Landing contains... Uh, I just said that. Yeah. So, um, 
for example, there is a Frederick Rama, uh, Lila Turney, and Bendo. So those are obviously parodies of Philip J. Fry, uh, Turangalila, and Bender, respectively, from Futurama. Um, they are there are Chelsea Gateway and Gladys, <laughs> which are they. Okay, so the Texas might be, but it's obviously a spoof of Chell and Glados from the Portal series. Mm-hmm. And there's also uh, the Mayor Wilkins family, which seems to be a parody of the Doctor's married companions, Amy Pond and Rory Williams, um, along with their daughter, Melody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Homeless Sims are called Samantha Lou and Colby Texas, which are references to the main characters, Lilo and Corbin Dallas from The Fifth Element. <gasps> oh! It's an amazing movie. Um, and another homeless sim is called Martin McFleet, who is a reference to Marty McFly from Back to the Future. Yeah. Uh, there are also some references to the animated sitcom The Jetsons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's also a lot of different references to the Star Wars series. Mm-hmm. Obviously. For example, the Ore family, uh, maybe a parody of the Organa family, because uh, you have Bale, Briha, and Leia. <laughs> um... While the Larson family might be a parody of the Lars family, which was uh, Uncle Owen, Aunt Beru, and obviously Luke Skywalker. There is someone called Bennett Obi, which is probably a parody of Obi-Wan Ben Kenobi. Ah! Um, there are also several references to the Hunger Games. Oh! Which I did not know, like the architecture of the town as well as the fashions of many of the characters who live in it seem to have been inspired by the capital in the Hunger Games series. I don't know. I oh. Like, I never saw the movies. I tried reading the books, and I just could not. Could not. The first movie is the only one that's good. And, yeah. Yeah, no, I just couldn't get into it. Um, There's also a family called the Manons. There are references to types of family living in District 12, apparently. <laughs> and, uh, incidentally, the description states that they moved to the mining district, which happens to be District 12's main industry, Ooh. apparently. I don't know. Dystopia. Um, there are about 20 pre-made families in Oasis Landing. However, they are unplayable at the start without asking or being asked to ah. move in. So, also some will usually be replaced with your descendant's household. Um, but ah. Julia, tell me about some of the families that live there. Yeah, we have so many new families. So many. Uh, we have the Archibald Estate household. Uh, I'm just going to go through the names. I'm yeah. not going to tell you who and where and why. Um, we have the Archibald Estate household, the Bannister family, which is a, a p- spoof on the Lannister family from Game of Thrones. Yep. Song of Ice and Fire. And I think they are also in the Sims 3 Supernatural, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but then we also have the Castle family, Dune's family. Oh, I'm Dune's family Dunes is based on Dune, which I also have not read or seen. Oh, the new Dune movie is great, no, though. No, I just don't want to. Okay, you don't have to. No, but it was good. Okay. Formerly the Plains Express household. <laughs> These are some weird names. Gateway yeah. family, Larson family, Longing Gates's household, the oh, Manning family, Mayor Wilkins family, Obi family, Ore family. Party Playpen household, yes. The Plansons family, the Palumbo household, and the Bot Cave household. We also have, of course, descendants, uh, reoccurring descendants of the Langrave family, Spectre family, the Russo family, and the Beaker twins household. Yep. Uh, as well as having some new families and stuff, we also have a lot of assignments that are specific to the future. So we have the base camp, where is where you'll first um, come when you come through the portal. 
which is like basically also like in world adventure mm-hmm. you have a base camp you have the bot emporium where you can buy all the stuff for the bots the business park the cafeteria dried out beach which is like why did that happen the future lounge gallery shop recreational park and the Ooh. Ooh. Um, there's also a bunch of new rabbit holes uh, like the plumbot competition area where you can do like the Pokemon fights with the robots <laughs> um, there's the stellar observatory for the new uh, astronomer career astrologist <laughs> <laughs> and there is the zephyr stop what um, is the zephyr stop where you can go shopping I believe oh yeah um, then there are also a bunch of new traits uh, including bot fan which says, the boom in bot technology has left many sims fascinated and intrigued by these complex machines. While many sims are at home with their organic bodies, some would prefer to be a bot instead. And Same. I think, like, um, the bot fans have, like, these, some, sometimes uh, this this action where they, like, put a cardboard box with a robot drawing on it on their Oh my god! <laughs> because they want to be a robot. Um, there's also the unstable trait. Um... That says, when a pile of disjointed components rattle around in a sim's head, they tend to be called unstable. Their traits are in a constant, uh, unpredictable flux, and illusional episodes are just around the corner. Oh, so this is the insane trait, but it's now unstable. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of. yeah. I didn't know that didn't mm-hmm. came until yeah. the last one. Um, there's also a new radio station called Digitunes. There's three new skills. Uh, the advanced technology skill, the bot building skill, and the laser rhythmicon skill, which is a new instrument that you can learn how to play. <laughs> um, the most kind of, like, important, I would say, new objects, or the most prevalent new objects are the bot workshop, the dream pod, the drink synthesizer, the food synthesizer, the hollow computer, there's hollow plants, uh, the hollow sprite, which is like a little tam- Tamagotchi hologram kind yeah. of thing that you have to like feed and talk to. It's just in your pocket. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the holographic easel, the holographic TV, the hoverboard, hover cars, the jetpack, the laser rhythmicon, which I mentioned earlier, um, a mannequin to put like, you know, the clothing on, the soil rug. Oh, yeah. Uh, the sonic shower and the tube elevator. Oh, they also, oh, yeah. The holographic like... They had like you know holographic wall yeah stuff yeah they had the um, like the bookcases and stuff were holographic as well yeah so there weren't actual books in it but holograms which is pretty cool yeah um so there were also new lifetime wishes the high tech collector um most sims use technology and some may understand it but few truly appreciate it the way you do. By amassing a vast collection of your most beloved hardware, you might build a living museum to the machines you love. Uh, so basically, uh, what you need to do to accomplish this lifetime wish is reach level 10 in the advanced technology skill, and then you have to own a hoverboard, a dream pod, a food synthesizer, a hollow disc, and a jetpack. Woo! Um, then there was more than a machine. So through dedicated study, you may build great plumb bots. It takes very special inspiration to imbue them with sentience. <gasps> Those superb citizens bridging this gap are examples to sim and bot alike, symbols of the civilization they both share. So you have to reach level 10 in the bot building skill and give a plumb bob sentience. I and forgot that you can give them sentience. Yeah, if you give them sentience, they basically like become a member of the household. Oh, yeah! Just, like, yeah. <gasps> oh um, my god. So you can do it, but should you? Because remember what happened to GLaDOS, I'm just saying, as soon as they gave her sentience and turned her on, and she she tried to kill the entire place with nerve gas. And also, have you seen Westworld? Maeve does not fuck around. Or you could also have something like Wheatley and just everything goes wrong. 
I love Wheatley, though. He's so cute. From where? From where? Portal 2. Oh, I haven't played that. <gasps> oh my god, we got it. We gotta play Portal 2. Oh, no. Oh, you gotta play Portal 2. I watched, I watched John play Portal 2. Does that count? I just don't know. What... It's uh, The story is amazing. The writing the cake is, is a lie. Curb. It's so good, though. It's not really my kind of game, I swear. I mean, you made it through Ori. Certainly you can make it through Portal. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, then there's Made the Most of My Time. Uh, so if you t- Sims get the opportunity to time travel and you're determined to make the most of it. Tweaking alternate timelines is an obvious choice, but what if you could also achieve immortality by winning your community's eternal respect? Um, so that's basically you have to experience all the alternate futures and you have to be honored with a legacy statue. Woo! But why stop at one? Just get them all. Get them all! Yeah! That's like a hard mode. Get all the statues. <laughs> and uh, while you get all of the achievement and lifetime wishes, and there are some new exciting lifetime rewards. You have the portal immunity, and you never suffer from the effects of time tower sickness while traveling through time again. Which I also forgot was a thing. Yeah. Uh, future sim. Is become a sim of the future today. Receive an upgraded phone and fit in better while in Oasis Landing. Trade chip bundle. Get a bundle of assorted trade chips for your plumbots without having to design or create them. That's really handy if you're like looking for a specific trait and you have the points to spare. Yeah. Because discovering them can take a lot of time, uh, and then you have to like discover the correct. You have to like go look, go to the wasteland, and go look for the right nanites, I and it's know. a pain. I always used to uh, sheet, so I used a debug. Yeah. And then I could just like plant them on my lot. Yeah. So I knew I could find. Yeah, them. I had to do that as well because at some point I was just like, I've been looking for this one specific nanite for the past like three hours, and it's. It's not coming up. <laughs> yeah. Um, the time remote control. So this is the power to control time. Allows for Oasis Landing, Utopian, Dystopian, and Normal State to be selected at the click of a button. So for us lazy folks that wanted to complete the did the most with my time thingy. Yeah. Uh, that is the one to go. It's 30,000 points though. But you could do it. You can do it. Uh, maintenance master. Plumbot only. A plumbot who has become a maintenance master will no longer have to worry about their maintenance. 15,000 points. I mean, that's good. It's probably the same sentient plumbots, I would assume. Yeah. Because they would like, they would have to recharge, right? In one of those tube thingies. Yeah. And stuff like that. So that would be nice. Um, There are some new careers as well. We have the astronomer, which is a rabbit hole career. Astrophysicist and space explorer branches. So it's like the astronaut thingy now. Just, you know. We have the bot arena, which is also a rabbit hole career. Arena official and arena mechanic branches. And then you have the bot builder, which is a skill career, which is like freelance. And it's it's not freelance, but it's amazing. Uh, We also have some new collectibles. So we have some nanites, we have different fish, like the three-eyed fish or the rainbow snail. Insects, pillbug, honeypot ant. We have a crystal flower, and they will come in different, uh, different you know, colors. Yeah. And do, like, have different kinds of, I don't know. They have an influence on the Sims' emotions. Like, yeah. And their moods, yeah. Like the hat from Get Famous. Yes, which I've never used. Ah, uh, no, I have used it, like, twice. No, I was like, no, no, what no. is it? <laughs> no, I'm like, I know it's there, but I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thanks. 
Um, but of course, with, with each new pack, uh, come new deaths. Because let's be honest, um, we are always in the market for new ways to kill our sins. <laughs> and there's two new deaths in this pack. Uh, one is death by falling from the sky. So yeah, go zoom around on your jetpack. But uh, you could take a tumble, and you know maybe you could fall and not never never ever get up again. <laughs> Sounds like a relief to me. Uh huh. Um, and then there's death by time anomaly. So, yeah, if you, you gotta be careful if you, like, time travel, because oh, yeah. it could end up killing you. It's a time paradox sickness. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, there are also other new features. Tell me. Um, so, basically, like we mentioned, Sims can engineer a baby with other Sims at the hospital. Um, and they can customize the baby's DNA or randomize it. But this does make it possible for same-sex couples to have biological children. I love that. That is amazing. I took my lesbians into the future all the time. Yeah. And then I just took them home. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then there are also new computer games. Rombie's Destiny, Practical Pockets, and Robo Football. Um, I'm going to pretend that it is the actual football that people play with their feet and not hand egg. Yeah. Uh, the future world also has holographic tombstones, which is pretty cool. <laughs> um, you can woohoo on a jetpack. I don't Please. know how that works, no. but whatever. This is a place where, uh, sentient robots run around and do your laundry for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also woohoo in the Zephyr and in the robot workshop. Oh, yeah. Again, don't know how, but it's, it's possible. Um, so nanites can be found with a collection helper lifetime reward and they can be tracked in the collection journal. Oh, that's nice. There is a new gnome, the Voltron gnome, <laughs> and there are two new social interactions, high five and dip kiss. And that dip kiss was like one of my favorite. It's just so cute because you do like a little like twirl, twirl, dip smooch. And I it's know. so cute. That's amazing. Oh, I miss having like really nice romantic sims adventures yeah same scenes there was one thing that i thought of that wasn't on this list and that we haven't talked about but now mm-hmm. i kind of forgot it yeah <laughs> oh, no. i don't remember what it was though maybe i'll come back to you yeah but do you want to tell me about your relationship with into the future pal please uh into the future was definitely oh yeah we just remembered Sorry. oh <laughs> Go for it. It's like, so in the wastelands, when you explore the you door, know, yeah, the wrecks and stuff, yeah, and you op- finally open the door by doing yeah. all these fetch quests, quests yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember what was showing on the screen? Yes. What was it? It was a hint to the Sims Four. <laughs> what a disappointment! Because Into the Future was the last expansion pack of The Sims Three, yeah, and there was like hints towards Sims Four on the big screen, uh, in that like crashed ship or base yeah. or whatever it was. So I do remember being super excited for that. Super yeah. excited! Super excited! <laughs> I didn't at first. I I was so stupid. I didn't get it. I was like, "What's Sims Four? Okay, that's." Then I was like, "Oh my god, there's a new Sims! Oh." <laughs> So That's like how you got a hint towards uh, Sims 3 on the computer that um, Mr. What's-His-Face gave you in Sims 2. You got a free computer. Oh, yeah! And there was a hint towards Sims 3 on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So don't get your panties in a bunch until we have actual confirmation by a tiny hint in the Sims 4. Yeah. 
But then again, people are, like, seeing hints in everything these days and, like... It's too much, people. Yeah. You're not... Like, they just introduced the kits. They're gonna probably milk the kits for at least another year before they even think about releasing Sims 5. Like, they said it was in early stages of production, and with COVID, it's probably not easy to continue working on it, so no. I don't think we're gonna get it in the first two years. Although it is EA, they do like releasing things before they're ready. <laughs> Seven years in the making. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like, I'm not... I'm not salty about andromeda or anything not at all no no would no. you no. no i do believe i've uh uh like really like puked my guts out about that with vanity on the bonus episode you sure did yeah i had a a good a good solid rant about ea and their tendency to release things before they're done <laughs> i mean that's all fair though yeah. they deserve it and they can take it yeah i think it's the pants that can't take it. <laughs> God damn you, one star. Um. Uh, but you had a question for me. Yeah. So, what was your relationship to this pack? Did you like it? Did you play it a lot? Um, I would not say I played it as much as like some of the other packs, like features from like Supernatural and such and such, because it does require like going to a whole new world. Mm. But I did like it, and I didn't think that I would at yeah. first because I was like this is so different yeah. for the sims like this is the first time we did like an into the future pack yeah um and it was like this whole new experience basically mm. um so I went in with an open mind because it looked really cool and I have to say I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would I just never really found a way to combine it with like my regular gameplay mm. so i would basically i i had to save specifically for playing into the future oh. i wouldn't use it in any of my other game like if i did a gameplay of like say uh going through world adventures or mm -mm. like taking a trip somewhere or um like generations or supernatural or whatever i would never combine that with into the future because it was so different yeah it did clash with like all of the rest of the expansion packs but on its own, it was a very, very solid experience. Like, it didn't need the addition of any other elements because it, it was just so massive on its own. Yeah. Like, I could I could play this expansion pack today and still discover new features that I've never right? played with before. Like, the bot fights? I didn't know that was a thing. Me neither. I don't know if I just, if I've forgotten about it because it's like, yeah, a good seven years since I actually played it. Yeah. Or... I don't know. It just feels like every time we do these pack reviews for old packs or old games, yeah, it's we, always like... We discover things we didn't know when yeah. we were like, oh, god damn. Yeah, damn. I just can't believe it was only out for a year before Sims 4 came out. Yeah. Because I remember playing this so much. Yeah. And I really liked it. I really liked... I wasn't as good as building houses back then as mm -hmm. I am now. Like, if I do say something about You are really good, though. Uh, but I would queen. love to have this pack in sims 4 yeah because all it, the futuristic stuff it is your kind of like your style isn't mm. like the really modern houses and yeah. i think you would really really have enjoyed making like the rooftop gardens and stuff yeah because they do do that yeah. still but like this was made specifically to make these like futuristic looking houses you had the big yeah. windows yeah, yeah, that yeah. was like sliding oh. doors it was like yeah come I, on ea we know you listen i think it's because uh, Sims 4 released so quickly afterwards that it I think it kind of took away from the Into the Future Thunder like it wasn't yeah it was still kind of like it wasn't new anymore but I think it was still sort of like 
running its stride before Sims 4 came out. And then, yeah, Sims 3 kind of like fell by the roadside because everybody was like, yay, a playable game that doesn't crash my computer. <laughs> that is the only good thing about Sims 4. Yeah. It installs quickly. It looks good. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's stable. Like, it is quite easy in like using and functionality and stuff. But like the bugs are getting on my nerves. Mm. And these are like gameplay bugs. Nothing like the sims 3 bugs but it's like gameplay bugs that really shouldn't be there mm. like why the fuck does my sim still go upstairs to the bathroom to wash a dish when the sink is right there in the kitchen yeah they never used to do that in sims 3 y'all no, i don't remember pisses me off but yeah it's it i i think that's because i think that's why um maybe into the future didn't get the, the like the long run that it deserved yeah. Because it is a really good expansion pack. It's unique. It's like a whole new experience. The fashion? <laughs> question mark? I it's mean, a I, little bit out there. It's a little bit out there, but um, I mean... Like, some of the some of the clothing is really nice, but the hair, Jesus Christ, the hair. No, the hair is weird. But all of the hairs are weird. In There's, like, three. definitely, like, a Jane Jetson-inspired haircut yeah. in there, but for the rest, it's, like, motherfucker. But, like, the amount of hairspray you would need for this. <laughs> like, is there just no ozone layer anymore? Is that, is that why everybody can just go? I think so. Go. It's kind of like just the static. The electricity in the, in the yeah, air. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's that. Either that or, like, you know, Ultra Clutch is still very, very popular <laughs> in the future. Yeah. That's a hairspray reference for anyone who's <laughs> in, like, the musical scene. Caitlin, you'll get me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I... I still enjoy it. Like, when I boot up The Sims 3, sometimes I will actually still play this one. Same um, It is still one of, like, my more, like, favorite packs because it, it just, it's it's something different. Yeah. It is something different. And you could just, like, like we said, you could just plop down in one world, like, in Pleasant View or whatever, and then just go into the future and stay there. Mm-hmm. You don't have to keep going back and forth. You don't have to... Like, you know, do all these fetch quests or whatever. You could just live in the future and take a jetpack to work every day. You can do that if yeah. you want to. That's like a big win. And like, it's... Yeah. And you can always like, okay, so I've lived here for two generations. Yeah. My descendants are going back now. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the future people. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... It was fun. It added a lot of like... I don't know, it felt refreshing. Yeah. And I wasn't a person who was, like, criticizing Sims at this point, because I was really enjoying Sims 3. Yeah. There was, like, literally nothing I could complain about. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, to me, this was just amazing. I love creating the bots, obviously, to romance them, and probably give them sentience, and hope they don't murder me in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if Bonehilda had sentience. I, hope, I would not. I would fear. She has sentience. Yeah. She goes to the bar and makes herself a little drink whenever she wants. In Sims 3, I don't think she did. She was, like, controlled by the little house. Well, that's really sad. I'm sorry. Oh. Oh, no! I'm sad now. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I really enjoyed this one. And I would definitely, like, if you if you haven't played it that much, um, maybe, you know, give it another, give it another go. Um, if you haven't bought it and you have Sims 3, like, maybe pick it up. I think they're super cheap now on Steam or on Origin or whatever. Not on Origin. Uh, not on Origin. They're still full price. Okay, um, so go go to Steam maybe or find it somewhere else, maybe mm-hmm. a secondhand shop. But I feel like 
get a chance to pick it up at a sale or whatever, give it a shot. It's yeah. it's a whole new experience. Mm-hmm. It's super fun. And it's Sims 3. <laughs> That's a great note to leave up. <laughs> right? Yes. So thank you for joining us on this little trip to the future. I hope you enjoyed it. A trip to the future from the past. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Are we going to watch Band of Pump Rules now? Oh, good God, no, I think I've actually reached my limit on <gasps> Valley Girls. Speak now. I just can't. I dreamt about Vanderpump Rules last night. I think I've reached my limit. <laughs> yes, queen. Just like, please, no. Um, but yeah, you should absolutely follow us on social media. Mm-hmm. We are Plumbopcast on Instagram and Twitter. We are Plumbop Podcast on Reddit. We are under the Plumbop Podcast on Facebook and Tumblr. We have a website, which is plumbopcast.com. That's still the same, right? That's been changed, right? Is it plumbopcast.com? Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. Before it was like under the plumbop. Yeah. And we also have a contact form there, or you can email us at undertheplumbobpodcast at gmail.com. Also, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on TuneIn, or Spotify, Google Play, Pandora, wherever you get your podcasts and are able to review. Give us the stars. Give us the words. Um, if you give us a one-star review, Jess will probably turn it into cross-stage. She will. <laughs> and don't forget that we have a Patreon that you can join. You can find it on yes. our website. It will take you to the Patreon like main site. You yes. can sign up for like $1.00. You are invited into our amazing Discord channel with our amazing Discord Simpsons. Yep. Um, there are like challenges. We have some kind of book club TV night thingy now. I don't know. There is a book club. Yes, Caitlin is in charge of that book club. It, yeah. It does look very fun. If I had more time to read, I would join, but I didn't last. I don't. Samesies. I um, know that if I have to read on a deadline, I will not. No. Uh, Masters in Literature, speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I would like to thank our wonderful writing and research theme uh, team, which in this case is me and Julia. So thank you, Julia, for all of the writing and research that you did. Uh, you're welcome, Ava, because you did bagel. <laughs> That's true. I did nothing. <laughs> thank um, you this to is... the Sims fan sites that provided most of the research. Yeah, we should probably do that. So that was uh, Sims Wiki, I think, most yeah. of all. Um um, in this case. Although I did boot up the game on my laptop. <laughs> yes, for like a good 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, because then we tried to go back to the past to trigger one of those dystopian futures and we couldn't. <laughs> it kept cancelling the action and we were literally stuck in the future. <laughs> Not to complain about Sims 3 or anything, but that's up. Yeah, but I, th- I think it was like a mod problem or something. I don't yeah. know. I'd have to check it out. Um, But yeah, last and definitely not least, definitely, <laughs> uh, last but definitely not least, thank you for listening and for loving this game as much as we do. We are so very grateful to share uh, in this fandom and have such enthusiastic support from this community. So thank you. And yeah, this is uh, this has been a great episode to record. Actually, like yeah, I know, right? Face it. Ah! <laughs> um. Yeah. No, this is super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh. And the next time when I come visit you in Sweden, we have to do another one. Yes, baby. Yeah. Yes, girl. And as uh, Stasi would say, um, goodbye. Oh no, <laughs> Badish. Dag dag.